This hour, in fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. It's a beautiful day in your neighborhood. What a great day it is. Birds are singing. Grass is greening. It's just a great day. I put a post up yesterday on Facebook. Let me open up my Facebook page and tell you what I wrote. Just about four words of it and then what it generated. Here it comes. Bring some hope in uppercase. I shouted at people, cheer us up and show us your best or something like that. Just ask them to post photos of reason to hope. Buds bursting, flowers flowering, things like that. And I had... Leave it down. I haven't refreshed it in a while. I'll refresh it right now. We'll see what we have. Because I was amazed at the outpouring of 60,000 people reached, 646 comments, and most of those with almost all of those with photographs of things from all over the state. Just a lot of things popping out that we thought we had lost. And uh, it's going to be a good spring after all. Yeah, we lost some things. But uh, but a lot of things have survived and are coming back to say, hey, told you I'd told you I'd make it, told you I'd come back. Glad you didn't whack me back. So that's what we're here to talk about: landscapes, lawns, gardens, fruit and vegetable gardens in North Central Texas. Our phone number, if you'd like to call, is eight 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 seven eight seven K L I F. We are live here uh, in early March. Was this the sixth? I think it's the sixth, isn't it? Is that clock working right? That uh, Yep, looks like all of them agree. It's the 6th of March, Saturday. And uh, yeah, the, some of my automatic uh, calendars don't change at the right times. Anyway, uh, we are here to talk about the plants at your place. Toll-free number to call for the next two hours, sponsored by Ace Hardware, as you just heard, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is answering the phones for me and running the boards. He's doing all of the, the heavy lifting for the program. I get to talk about the plants that are on your mind. The one favor I would ask of you, um, think about this as an entertainment venue, and, and it probably won't help the entertainment value if you call and ask me about uh, a, a, a single plant in your backyard. Is it going to make it, Neil? Um, if it's a shrub, wait another couple of weeks and it'll tell you better than I can. Uh, the broad stroke is I've been putting a lot of posts up on my Facebook page and in my electronic newsletter, eGardens, and in my newspaper columns and everywhere I write and talk about the big groups of plants. Most woody shrubs that are hardy to zone 7 are going to be fine. Those that are hardy to zone 8, eh, some of those got hurt. And zone 9 and southward, those plants shouldn't have been set out in the first place. That would include sago palms, and it would include some other kinds of palms. It would include pittosporums and others. Um, <clears throat> so those are, those are things that, that we really uh, need to uh, change and, and replace. I'm not playing, well, I have pittosporums in my landscape, um, and I'll tell you in a moment how I, how I got them through. Um, but, uh, 
you know, the broad stroke is all the live oaks are going to be fine. They're going to drop all those leaves that are still up in them. Most of them are on the ground already. My goodness gracious. I put a post up about a week ago saying the live oaks will be fine. Don't worry about them. Trying to take some of the angst away. This is on Facebook. Had 125,000 people asking about them and uh, then, or, or looking at that page. And because a bunch of people asked three days later, I put it up again, not the same post, but different photo, basically saying, uh, again, folks, don't worry about your live oaks. And that had another 80,000 people look at it. So I know how uh, worried you are about live oaks. They're going to be fine. Uh, if you had a live oak that was in distress of some sort, maybe it won't make it, but 99% of them will. Uh, so all the way across the board, um, I'll be glad to help you. And uh, we just move forward, and uh, life will be good. Let me do my SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and we'll get the program underway. Again, the phone number, if you'd like to occupy one of the three lines that we have, we only have one left to sell, obviously free, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Today's SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week is Charcoal. That's the name. Charcoal is a sweetheart. A handsome six-year-old Catahoula leopard dog mix. I was thinking Charcoal was the little little bitty, uh, uh, that's tomorrow's dog, uh, uh, Chihuahua mix. But Charcoal's a great-looking dog. He has gorgeous gray merle coat, floppy ears, and a smile that will warm your heart. Charcoal can be timid around new people, but deep down he's goofy, he's wiggly, he loves to play. He's just, he especially enjoys being around other dogs and is quick to engage his canine friends in fun games. The SPCA of Texas thinks that charcoal will do best in a home with a yard for him to romp around in, thinks he would really shine with a family who has another dog for him to buddy up with. He will make a great companion for anybody who's wanting a silly pup to put a smile on their face. Charcoal is waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet Charcoal, they invite you to visit the SPCA.org slash adopt part of their website spca.org slash adopt you can see a photo and you can learn more about what they've written about charcoal just like all pets at the spca of texas charcoal has been neutered microchipped he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines in other words he's been in the make ready room he will be waiting for his new forever family at the spca of texas jan reese jones animal care center that's at 2400 lone star drive I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet, one word spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or if it's a cat, you figure that one out. spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. This is charcoal and uh, the way to get it all started is to go to spca.org slash adopt. That's sponsored today by the people who sponsor this entire program, both hours. That's your friends at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. And uh, they have local experts who know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything that you need. Be successful in your landscape and gardening projects. 
Once they've helped you check off all the items that you have on your list, all those that on your shopping list, you pull out your smartphone, you, you look at it, and there's your list, and you, you uh, get all those things in your cart, they will ask you questions. Do you know that you're also going to need such and such and such and such? Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer for Scott's Weedex Prevent with halts. This is prime time for applying a pre-emergent weed killer and Scott's Weedex Prevent with halts is the one that you want. It's in the early spring now to prevent crabgrass and grass burrs and other problem weeds. Rain or even snow if we get that or other freezing weather won't affect the product's performance so you don't have to worry about the elements after you've applied it. Put it on now, buy enough to put a second treatment on about this time in June, 90 days later. Ace Stores, parts of our neighborhoods, and they are where you can get Scott's Weedex Prevent with halts, and you can get great information from their specialists. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. I'm Bill Jablonowski from Jabo's Ace Hardware in Keller, Capel, and Fort Worth. We're your source for those great home improvement and lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Bill. Three fine Ace stores. Great, uh, great guy. Thank you, sir. Let's start our program out today with Charles in Benbrook. Charles, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. In the corner of my backyard, uh, up against the fence, I have a like 12 feet by 12 feet that uh, about eight or 10 years ago I put in pampas grass, and I'm getting kind of tired of having trying to cut it down using a chainsaw and all oh, this kind gosh. of stuff. And uh, so I'm wondering how difficult it is to kind of dig those up. Should I cut them back before I before I dig it up, or or cut you know cut them cut with a, with the chainsaw go in there and do that, or or uh, can I just dig them up? Is that uh, you're trying to get rid of it completely? I'm thinking about putting something else in there. Yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, I think if I were going to try to get it out of there, I don't know if I'd use a chainsaw, but if that's worked for you in the past, it would be yeah. fine. Yeah, uh, I use a machete a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, but but however you get the tops out, you do need to get the top off the thing first. Yeah. So you don't cut your arms off trying to trying to dig the clumps yeah. up it's going to be a it's going to be a real chore to dig the the clumps up um, yeah. it's not a it's not a, a grass that will come up from sprouts all over the yard right. once you once you dig the clump up so that's not going to be a problem but just getting yeah. the the root system out is going to be the problem it's just a big uh, fibrous root system it's going to be a mess to okay. extricate but you can do it yeah uh would i uh being able to put something like Roundup or 2,4-D on that? If it well, 2,4-D is not for grasses. Roundup, the original glyphosate, yeah. uh, uh, the original Roundup, which was glyphosate, yes. is for grasses, but yeah. it's not going to work now. It has to go on actively yeah. growing green yeah, yeah, growth. And, and um, Charles, if, you, if you're going to be doing that, you have to wait till May or June, and you're still going to have to dig it up. You might as well dig it up. There's no point oh. in using a weed killer. Okay, okay. Do you have a kind of recommendation about what I might put in there? I'd like to kind of keep the weeds out, but uh, uh, well, on one side I've got just a row of nandinas on one side. The other side is 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 clear. There's nothing there to gate a few other things. But uh, let me let me offer a comparison, and and I'm not going to bail on you, but 
but let me put it this way in our house uh, we had a chair break the other day a wheel came off a, a rolling chair uh-huh. so so the chair broke and i've called the interior decorator what would be another good thing to put there i don't want another rolling chair because the wheel broke yeah. and she's she's she or he will say back to me well i need to see what else is in the room to know what to yeah. put in there I, right. I have the same question of you and it's it's awfully hard just to cherry pick yeah. out of yeah. 150 great landscape shrubs what would yeah. be a good thing yeah. i would probably go back with with a uh, an evergreen shrub yeah. rather than uh-huh. an ornamental grass i'm i'm kind of done with ornamental grasses and i really was before we got started yeah. i like a lot of i like them a lot but i like a few of them a huge amount yeah. and i like the rest of them a very little amount yeah. <laughs> we've overused them yeah. um, pampas grass is a very nice grass yeah. and it looks great about eight winters out of ten but those right. two have come in recent succession, and I agree with you. I don't have any, and I don't plan to plant any. I would yeah. have a, I'd, I'd want something like a, a, if I wanted something the size of a pampas grass clump, yeah. I'd be much more likely to have a needlepoint holly or willow leaf is the other name for yeah. it, because yeah. I want that dark evergreen look. I like the berries, the fact that the birds come to it, uh, the bees right. love it in the spring. Yeah. Um, that's a that's just a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Sun or shade, it just is a yeah. plant that is willing to to perform beautifully, and it yeah. gets eight or ten feet tall. Never needs yeah. to be pruned. Yeah. Uh, it's just a great plant. Yeah. Uh, you could use uh, sea green juniper if you wanted something with a, yeah. a lighter texture. But yeah. there are so many good shrubs. I I think yeah. what you do is you go to a nursery, a really yeah. good independent nursery. You look at the plants that are listed in that 8 to 10 foot category, and then you talk to a Texas certified nursery professional, and you say, here are the 10 that I've seen. Which yeah. of these would you rate these as 1 to 10 the best? Yeah. And uh, then, then you kind of consider those. Yeah, I was wondering about if it's like 12 feet by one by 12 feet, plus whatever the diameter in between there is, would uh, Mary Nell Holly or Nellie R. Stevenson be, Stevens be too big? Um, no, I don't think so. Mary Nell would take a while to get there. I love both of those. Mary Nell is uh, is a more deliberate grower. Yeah. Uh, if I want something that's 12 feet tall, one of its children, one of its offspring is called Oakland Holly, and it's one of my favorites, but it's yeah. a little bit more upright. It's it's more yeah. of a Christmas tree shape. Nellie R. Stevens is my all-time, all-time favorite holly. It will get more than 12 feet tall, but it'll take it 10 or 15 years to do so, and I have a lot of them in my landscape yeah. that are 12 feet tall. I keep them at 12 feet. Oh, okay. Well, it wouldn't matter whether it got more than that up in that area. It'd be spectacular. Yeah. That, that'd be the best one. I thought you needed something pampas grass size, and pampas grass doesn't get no. quite that tall. No, no. Now, no, Stevens be it in a heartbeat for me. Yeah, it's, yeah, the fence is six feet tall, so... We have a winner here. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, got to okay. run. Thanks Thank for you. the call. Have a good sure. day. All right, we'll come back and go to Tom in Dallas. Chris and Aubrey, stay with me. That line is open. We only have three lines, so you better grab it while you can. That line is 888-787-KLIF. I have to look because I don't remember very well. Apparently, just proved it. 888-787-5543. All right, pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. This is the fourth printing of my book. This time next week, or sometime soon thereafter, I will not have 
any more fourth printings. I'll be out. Paper shortage. This is not a concocted thing, and I'm brokenhearted about this because it's going to sound just like something you heard a year ago at this time when the pandemic started. And all I can do is apologize. There's going to be a delay before the fifth printing comes. It won't even be on the presses this time next week because they're waiting on the paper. I could have gone with a cheaper paper. I want the book to look the same. I want it to be the same quality. And I said, no, I'll wait. It's going to be delayed. If you want a copy of my book, you need to order it now. I have enough for this weekend for sure. Neil Sperry, well, I say for sure. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It's 11 chapters. It's a hardback. Uh, it is printed in Texas, in San Antonio. And I'm sorry that there's going to be that confusion. It's $34.95 plus tax and postage. Uh, there will be a price increase. That's another advantage of getting it right away. I sign every copy as it sells. Sells. I will be signing a long time tonight, a long time tomorrow afternoon and tomorrow night, and probably all day Monday. And then I won't be signing for a while because I won't have any books. So uh, if you'd like to get it, it is $34.95 plus tax and postage. Your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. It's 11 chapters that cover every aspect of landscapes, lawns, uh, fruit and vegetable gardening, flower gardening, all of it for the state of Texas. 60,000 copies will have been sold by this time next week sometime, sometime next week, and not one request so far for a refund. Here are the two ways you can order it. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. They all come out of my house. And so here are your two ways. One is to call my office Monday through Friday. A little bit of a chance you take there. That's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But if you order right now on my website, I know you can nail it down. And that's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It is so much better than that 30-year-old cowboy boot book. Don't be buying that one. Buy Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. 
Visit the experts at WizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, let me tell you about advanced foundation repair right now. Let me tell you how important a foundation is to your house. Let me not waste the time to tell you that. I think you knew that. Foundation repair happens around the Metroplex because our soils are notoriously unstable. This is one of the worst foundation areas of America. Clay soils expand when they're wet. They just puff up like a balloon, and they contract when they're dry. You've seen it. You've played golf, haven't you? I've lost golf balls on the kinds of courses I used to play on. The ball would roll and roll, and where did it go? Oh, it went in that crack over there, way over there, way out of bounds. And that's the way it is with your foundation. Those cracks will just eat your house up. So what you have to do is make sure that your foundation is cared for and loved and nurtured. And if you have problems with your foundation, get advanced foundation repair out on the job. They do it right. They give you a guarantee that is good for the lifetime of your house. It's transferable from owner to owner to owner, and it's backed by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. They have pioneered some of the processes they use in repairing foundations, and uh, they have—they were the first ever to give that kind of a warranty. They were the first ever to do a lot, well, the free home inspection and a lot of the other things that they do. That home inspection comes with no obligation on your part. They will show you where there are foundation problems. They will tell you what it would take to get those problems addressed, and they will then say, hope you deal with us, hope you choose us. You're not under any pressure to sign anything at that time. And uh, that's why I like them and why I've done ads for them for 25 years. Proud to do so. We've used their services, and I can tell you, what I tell you is true. I wouldn't be saying it otherwise. It's Advanced Foundation Repair. A couple ways you can reach them. You can go to their website, which is a very helpful website, foundationrepairs.com. It's plural, foundationrepairs.com, and the, uh, the phone number is 214-333-0003. It almost is rhythmic. 214-333-0003 for advanced foundation repair. This is Jen from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casaview. When you need reliable, localized help in those great lawn care products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Jen, very, very much. Let's go back to our phone lines, and we have Tom in Dallas. Tom, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Yeah, hi, Neil. Um, my uh, my question concerns Asian jasmine, um, and and it is completely browned out. Um, and all it all is all across Texas. <laughs> yes, and uh, so what? I, so uh, here's my concern: is I would much prefer not to scalp it, although many people seem to do that. I keep it at an elevated level, and I'm wondering if, uh, when spring progresses further, will uh, will the gr- the new green leaves, hopefully that will be coming, push off the old brown, or do I need to tr- you know scalp them back to, and then just let it grow from there? Tom, all of the new growth, the green growth, will come up from the ground this year. Uh, the tops are all frozen. The stems that you're seeing now are all brittle. 
And okay. uh, if you leave what you have now, uh, two years from now, it'll be covered up by the green growth, but it may take that long to camouflage it. By comparison, if you were to mow it with a lawnmower or with a with a, uh, a trimmer or better yet, maybe a hedge trimmer, um, it will look fabulous by the end of April. Absolutely okay. beautiful, beyond belief beautiful. I've already cut well, mine. I, I'm telling okay. people don't trim things yet. Uh, but those of us who have been in the business a little while and have had Asian jasmine, I've been growing it for 60 years, six zero years. I've been down this road before with it, and, and uh, um, this is at least the eighth or tenth time that I've had to trim it like this. Um, in my eGardens newsletter night before last, um, I said, which would you rather have? And I, I did a, a side-by-side comparison of Asian jasmine and purple winter creeper euonymus. And I said at the end of it, this is why for the last 25 or 30-ish years, all of the new plantings that I've put in have been purple winter creeper because it doesn't do this. They're both beautiful ground covers, and Asian jasmine has never died because of the cold. But I'm like you. I just kind of get tired of seeing the brown stems. And uh, the purple winter creeper is just beautiful. Uh, it, it turns a maroon color in the winter. The fact that I grew up in College Station has nothing to do with my decision. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. Um, so, well, listen, Neil, I think that 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 uh, covers it. <laughs> All right. So, um, uh, one I, more, I would one I more. would definitely trim it if I were you, just to get it out of the way. Okay. Okay. Of course. And one more thing is, you know, I've got uh, I've got uh, quite a few azaleas, and uh, you know, the the those leaves are turning brown. Uh, are those stems? Um, uh, you know, I've, I've never heard of tr- of pruning. Uh, uh, az- uh, azaleas, but what what do you recommend there? Dan? Well, they're pruned all the time. Or, or pruned, they're 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 pruned every year, but the pruning should be done right after they bloom or right after the blooming time. And of course, neither of those has happened yet. Um, it's definitely too early to prune azaleas. We need to wait until probably early April, first of April to early April. Um, they may bloom. Uh, they may not. Uh, the the post that I put on Facebook yesterday, a lot of people from East Texas posted, look here, my azalea is budding out. Look here, my azalea is going to bloom after all, et cetera, et cetera. So, no, you don't want to do anything to them yet. All righty. Okay, well, listen, thank you very much. Dave. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. Chris is in Aubrey, and we will go to Aubrey right after we do our tiny garden tip. There's a lot of talk these days about Made in America. Well, I want to tell you about something that's been made in America for right at 90 years now, and that is Mueller and Mueller products. Mueller metal roofing, for example, and steel buildings made right here in the USA by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Let's hear it for that. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here, guess where, in the USA. With 33 branches for sales and service, there is a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or for roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are hardworking folks, ordinary people who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. Mueller Metal Roofing and Steel Buildings. 
almost 90 years of making customers' dreams come true. When a business has been around for 90 years, you can trust they're doing things right. They can give you a more beautiful home, greater comfort, and better peace of mind. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. That's Mueller, made in America and made to last, MuellerInc.com. What steps are being taken to guarantee the lights stay on when weather gets too hot or too cold? Plus, more vaccinations happening as Texas opens up, along with other states ready to move forward. I'm Ernie Brown. We'll talk the news with you Monday at 4 on 570 KLIF. Neil Spray's eGardens. It is my free electronic newsletter. It comes out every Thursday night, just a little after 6 p.m. There always is a featured plant of the week. There always is a featured question of the week. And there always is gardening this weekend, where I outline the important things to get done over the following three or four days. Now, this past weekend, or past uh, eGardens, I should say, 36 hours ago, I had an update on where we are with all the freeze damage. I also had an update on pre-emergent and other lawn care things. I also had that comparison of Asian jasmine and purple winter creeper euonymus. So those are the sorts of things that you see in eGardens. And this upcoming week, Diane Sitton will have a fun story on whirligigs in the landscape. There's a lot of great things in eGardens. And remember, it is free. And it is where I post all the important, up-to-date, really up-to-date gardening information. I am still editing eGardens an hour or two before it goes out, so it is completely timely. It's like an old-fashioned garden section that you used to see in the newspapers, except it's written specifically for Texas, and it's written right up to the last moment. It's free. You sign up for it. I'll never spam you or give or sell your email address to anybody. Sign up for it at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. While you're there at my website, take a look at uh, at uh, uh, the most recent issue of eGardens. Click on the eGardens tab. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. There are some odd jobs in lawn keeping. Let's talk about replacing thin turf. When a stand of lawn grass is thinned, your first temptation often is to plant more grass. However, if shade is the cause of thinning, the new grass won't do any better. I'm asked that all the time. You'll need to prune lower limbs from the trees to let more light in early or late in the day or switch to a more shade-tolerant ground cover. Now, that assumes that you've tried St. Augustine and failed. It's our most shade-tolerant lawn grass. Why won't the grass grow in the shade is the most common question I'm asked. You also want to check sprinkler heads to be sure that the area is adequately watered. Only when you think you've solved the problem should you replant your grass. If you have tree roots that are exposed because they've grown up and out of the soil, do not put soil over the top of them. A lot of people want to do that. It does nothing to solve the problem. Those tree roots are there. They're normal. Live with them. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 
How happy do you think people like Callaways are today on a beautiful day like this? Get into Callaways. Let them show you what they have. Get the best out of springtime with homegrown vegetables packed with flavor, nutrients, and most of all, self-satisfaction. Callaways Nursery has an incredible selection of delicious and healthy edibles at all of their 19 Dallas-Fort Worth locations. Vegetables taste better when you grow them yourself, and it's so rewarding for the whole family. You have a week off now with your kids probably and this would be a great time to get youngsters involved in gardening a vegetable garden is sure to add life color and beauty to your landscape or containers you can start small with a few edibles and containers on your patio or go big with a full edible garden right there in your own backyard big healthy four inch pots of chef jeff's vegetables are just 2.99 each you can enjoy new favorites or heirloom varieties of tomatoes pepper squash so much more their texas certified nursery professionals are there to help you want to tap into their wealth of expert knowledge i don't think there's any uh, organization within the state of texas that has more texas certified nursery professionals than callaways has they are there to help you they offer convenient ways for you to get everything you need for success for your edible garden. Visit one of their open-air stores, order online, or use their convenient curbside pickup. Just call your local Callaways and place your order over the phone. Go to Callaways.com, C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y-S.com to find a location near you. They're open seven days a week from 9 to 6 for your shopping convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. They are life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's Com. When severe weather strikes. So we're going to see some record-setting temperatures and some snow that we haven't seen in a long time. It has turned into a huge mess this morning with many roadways shut down due to action. Get the real news and information on severe weather in North Texas. There is that 100-plus car pileup that has gone on right now in North Fort Worth. I want to say thank you. You provide valuable information. Thank you. We do appreciate you being on the air, even though remote location and you're doing a fantastic job. On 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. Well, that's like a highlight reel of our favorite moments, isn't it? Oh, goodness. Let me tell you about the uh, website, neilsperry.com. It's where you order my newest book quickly before the fourth printing runs out. That's one thing. It's where you find my frequently asked questions, 1,001 of them. That's a lot of questions. That's a lot of writing. That's a lot of text, a lot of help. That's another thing. It's where you find eGardens, my electronic newsletter. The most recent issue is there waiting for you. That's a pretty good thing. And it's also where you sign up for eGardens. So there are three good reasons that you want to go to neilsperry.com. All you have to do now is remember how to spell it. Because if you go to some other spelling, you get some other planet. You get some other universe. You get some other website. It's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That's my website, neilsperry.com. Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and you're looking for great, authentic Yeti products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. They have all of the Yeti products. Oh my goodness, we have bought several Yeti products there. Love that store. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Chris in Aubrey. Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. And good afternoon to you too, Neil. A couple of quick questions. Uh, um, uh, I've got some things, some weeds begin to grow in my backyard, little green flowery things that kind of blow off uh, 
kind of like a little uh, uh, dust. And uh, I don't know if I did the right thing, Nicole, over the past few months to kind of prevent this. But I want to I want to get ahead of that. And uh, I Chris, did these have do these have flowers before the 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 seeds that you're seeing? Yeah, they're they're those green, flowery weeds in the middle of the yard where everything else is dark brown. They're they're you know they're uh, dark green. All right, and I understand uh, that. That's the leaves. Do you see any blooms on these? Any flowers? Yes, yes, I do. And what color are the flowers? Uh, the they're kind of pink, pink purple like. Okay. Uh, all right, that is, uh, and and are the leaves kind of scalloped around the edges, rounded, little round yep. notches? Yes, they are. All right, that's a weed called henbit, H-E-N-B-I-T, one word. Um, let me, just just stick with me on my answer, because it's going to sound like I'm going all around the rose bush on this one. Henbit is a, uh, it's a cool season weed. Um, it is an annual. It will soon die. It will be gone by the middle of April. Uh, the easiest way to get rid of henbit at this time is just to mow your yard. It is a very weak growing weed. It does not come back when you mow it. So I would do that. Um, there are people here. Here is the part that I'm asking you just to bear with me on the next part. There are people that just get bent out of shape when I talk about getting rid of henbit, spraying it or killing it or mowing it or anything. I have no patience for this. And, and now that I'm not looking at anybody and they can't talk back because it's not Facebook, <laughs> I, I, I know you're not going to because you're looking for help. So you're my friend. I'm going to explain and people say, oh, don't kill it, eat it. They, they say it's wonderful in salads. I'm going to explain really? that it, it will soon, within the next two weeks, be covered with spider mites and, and, and powdery mildew. So you can eat it if you want to, but that's what you're going to be getting with it. So I, I'm, excuse me, but I don't want to come over for supper. So, okay. And, and bees have plenty of other things to, to get for pollen. They don't, people don't have to let their yards go to weeds. And I have the same comment to be made about dandelions. You don't have to have a weedy yard just to, to help bees. There are plenty of good bee-friendly plants, like the hollies I mentioned earlier to a caller. You can help the bees without having to have weeds. Now, Chris, thank you for enduring a Saturday afternoon sermon. <laughs> you just you just lived yeah. through it. Um, as far as the hen bit in your yard, I would just mow it. Next year, if you see it coming back, because it probably will, uh, I would spray with a broad-leafed weed killer, but I'd do it a little bit earlier, maybe in February. This year, you had other stuff going on in February, like six inches of ice, and so you couldn't. Yeah. But that's that's what yeah, I would one, do next year. One last question. Sure. Uh, my house faces uh, north. I don't get that much sunlight. And I think a couple of months ago, you kind of told me what's the best thing to plant. I tried the you know the pansies, the vincos. The uh, gold mines, spurios, mm -hmm. and the uh, uh, kaleidoscopabilias, right. but uh, they don't seem to last. So, and since it fa the front faces uh, north, what are some of the best things to plant, say both annuals and perennials? 
All right. I'm going to go with annuals and shrubs. You mentioned some shrubs and you mentioned annuals. You didn't mention any perennials. Um, most perennial flowers that come back year after year, most of them need full sunlight. And so I'm just going to leave that alone. There are a few perennials that will do well okay. in shade. But there are a lot of good annuals that will do well in shade. And there are some shrubs that will do well in shade. The The question I'm going to ask of you, though, and, and this is kind of tricky, because you know how the sun moves in the sky as as the year progresses um, we have we have a, a west-facing front door and an east-facing uh, glass set of windows and there are a couple of uh, days in the year where the the sun comes in that west window and hits the east wall of our house and they're 50 feet apart it goes all the way through only happens for a couple of days a year and and so that's the changing angle of the sun. Front of your house may not have total shade at some time of the year. And if that happened to be in the summer, then you might all of a sudden have a lot of sun. And if you have a plant that has to have shade in a lot of sun in the summer, then it could be pretty disastrous. You know, for example, the, the shrub Akuba is a beautiful variegated shrub. But if it gets any sunlight at all in the in the growing season, it's going to turn black. It's just going to scorch. So that's something you have to determine. Hollies are good. All the different kinds of hollies are outstanding in sun or shade. So I can give you that answer and not have to worry about it because they'll they'll take whatever you throw at them. So hollies would do well. Nandinas would do well as shrubs. They can take sun or shade. They're a little more colorful in the sun uh, than they are in the shade. So you know it'd be better if they had sun. Uh, in in shade, uh, oak, oak leaf hydrangeas are good, and they will tolerate uh, 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 sun. But they need uh, you need to match the size of the space that you have. They they can get kind of large, so you don't want to have them right up against the house or under a small short uh -huh. low window. Um, yeah. So and and mahonia leatherleaf mahonia is good, but it cannot have any direct hot afternoon sun. Then for annuals, my favorite shade annuals, uh, I use a lot of wax begonias, uh, coleus, uh, caladiums, um, pentas will do fairly well. They need a little more sun than the others. Generally, the the best color in the shade will come from uh, plants with foliage more than plants with flowers. Uh, up against the window, and th this is the last question, if I wanted, say, some shrubs that are dark green, kind of yellow-like, that grow maybe four feet, and I use the Callaways down on 423 and uh, Main Street, right right in that area, if I want to put some shrubs up against the windows in the front that I have, what are some good ones there? And I'll hang up and listen. Okay, well, I... Okay, that'd be fine. I appreciate it. I would not go for yellowish shrubs. I would go with dark green shrubs, and then I'd use uh, uh, yellow for my annual color. You could get uh, ornamental sweet potatoes. There are lots of yellow uh, plants available, the variegated coleus, uh, lots of uh, chartreuse and yellow and lime green color available in annuals, much more than there is in shrubs, and, and I'd go that way. And, and stay with dark green on your on your shrubs. That way you don't have to worry in the winter time about is it going to look good or not good. So and they can help you there. They'll show you. All right, I'm way behind. I have Larry and Garland who's been waiting immensely patiently. So you're coming up next, Larry, and then Chris in North Dallas. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my uh, is my my book. And folks, I want to 
put it in your hands and I want you to, to find it to be just ultimately useful as a gardening reference book. It is uh, the best work I've ever done in my life. This is the fourth printing of my book, and you heard me mention last uh, uh, earlier this hour that I will probably be out of the fourth printing uh, within the next seven to ten days. Um, all I can do is apologize. Last year, the printer ran into the pandemic problem. That couldn't be helped. This year, uh, another story because the, uh, the there's a paper shortage now of the paper that the pages are printed on and I didn't want to go to a cheaper paper and uh, the reservation for the paper didn't get put in on time and so I'm going to be delayed by a few weeks in getting the books out so if you want to get a copy you need to order it right now and um, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. Chapter 2 has that 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And uh, Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in North Texas, then that Chapter 2 calendar. And uh, so it's four pages per month, 48 pages for the calendar. Chapters 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's a hardback, and uh, it, is, uh, it is going to answer, I think, every gardening question you could possibly want. Uh, it uh, will help you as you're uh, replanting uh, which plants would be the best possible solutions. That is the, the, uh, it's the best work I've done in my career. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny that you invest in my book. And of 60,000 copies sold and delivered so far, not one request for a refund yet. I'll be signing books tonight, all day tomorrow, well, tomorrow all afternoon and evening, and probably most of, of Monday as well. So here's the way you can order, but order soon if you want it now. Uh, the, new, the fifth printing will cost more. There will be only one Let's see, two changes internal to the book and then a couple of changes on the outside cover to say fifth printing and the price change. So anyway, $34.95 plus tax and postage. Uh, you can call my office Monday through Friday. If you want to wait and take that chance, it's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order right now at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's Foundation Repairs. Com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney. If you can't join us for worship in person, then please join us on your computer. We live stream at 10.05. Go to sharingtheheart.org, click on sermons, or join us on Facebook. Our 10.05 sermon is carried on Facebook Live. See you on the Internet. God bless you, and have a beautiful day. Tommy will join us an hour from now. We're going to be talking about birds, and we're going to be talking about some other things, but also need to tell you that uh, our church is still meeting virtually. So at Facebook Live or at sharingtheheart.com, 
www.lifeworkshop.org. Pastor Tommy with the uh, traditional service at 10.05 tomorrow, contemporary service at 11.10 with Pastor Abe and Pastor Stacy with the Melissa Church coming up at 10.30 tomorrow, all at sharingtheheart.org. That's our church, and we love our church. Baylor Scott & White Health. Nobody ever said you need to be sick to get better. That's why Baylor Scott & White Health is innovating how people get well and stay well. It's where prevention might just be the prescription. Teaching is on the treatment plan, and everybody is always on the same team. It is your team. At Baylor Scott & White, they believe being better is a way of life, and that begins with their commitment to put patients and members at the core of everything they do. Patients are why the professionals at Baylor Scott & White work tirelessly to make health care work better, ensuring we all can access the care we need when we need it. Your friends at Baylor Scott & White say better is who we are, it's who we've always been, who we always will be. It's what drives us to look beyond the hospital walls and push beyond the status quo, never settling for anything less. And it's how we create health care experiences that inspire a life well lived, because that's what being better is all about. Baylor Scott & White Health, that's where they're changing health care for the better. You can learn more at GetBetterTexas.com. Dot com. I'm Dan Meyer from Sline Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Dan, thank you very, very much. Let's go to Larry in Garland. Larry, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Neil. I'm uh, I'm looking for a shrub. Uh, I, uh, I have a corner that faces uh, south. I'm one like an evergreen one. Uh, it has full sun, and I like to uh, you know, have a full set of leaves or something like you know larger leaves. Maybe about four to six feet tall, and it'd be nice if it had flowers too. So, what are some suggestions you have for that? Wow, that's a lot of limitations. Um, <laughs> the yeah. uh, the problem that you have is that most of our flowering shrubs are deciduous. The best ones. Yeah, uh, the the, the uh, you think about the spring flowering shrubs and most of them lose their leaves. Yeah, well, um, I'll go for the evergreen ones then. So all right, uh, the best evergreen shrubs in the four to six foot range, and that's a that's a difficult range. Um, I would obviously say that azaleas would fall into that size and flowering and evergreen range, but they they would not take south full sun hot sun in our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I can't use those. Uh, your best bet would be. Um, would be some of the intermediate hollies. Um, I would say that's a that's a tough size for hollies even because most hollies are either shorter. The a dwarf Burford holly would be would definitely fit into that and would have red berries all winter. Would be just beautiful. That would be probably my my choice of hollies. Uh, there is a little used plant that you'd have to hunt for. It's uh, it's Italian jasmine, jasminum. Humily. I love that plant. It's an old, old-fashioned plant. I have several of them in my landscape. They did toast uh, this year for the first time in 44 years that I've had it, but I have no doubt that they'll come right back. Um, but it is a weeping, arching plant that is just beautiful. It has tiny yellow flowers in, in late winter and spring. I would never plant it as a flowering plant. I would never recommend it uh, on those grounds. But it's okay. deep evergreen. It has leaves that are as dark as Nellie or Stevens holly leaves, and uh, the arching habit is just beautiful. Um, there, 
there are abelias that get shorter than that and much taller than that so I think we kind of go up and down from that uh, compact abelia I don't care for as much because it kind of flops over standard abelia would get six feet tall you could keep it at six feet so glossy abelia would be one possibility and it blooms all summer long um, Nandinas would definitely be on my list because they're so colorful in the winter time and they're in that height range and I would I would go with compact or regular uh, heavenly bamboo Nandina. I think that's my list. I think that's where I'm going to leave it. Appreciate your call. We'll be back, folks. Stay.